Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. On September 9th, 1956, Elvis Presley appears on The Ed Sullivan Show. I'm John Meacham, and this is Reflections of History. As a great philosopher once said, You ain't nothing but... A longtime lieutenant of Time Life founder Henry Luce, the journalist Richard Clurman found himself one day chatting in the late 1960s with Leonard Bernstein, the legendary composer and conductor of the New York Philharmonic. Bernstein said, Elvis Presley is the greatest cultural force in the 20th century. Taken aback, Clurman, who recounted the exchange to the writer David Halberstam, offered an alternative. What about Picasso? Bernstein shook his head. No, it's Elvis. He introduced the beat to everything, and he changed everything. Music, language, clothes. It's a whole new social revolution. The 60s come from it. As does so much else. A good bit of the Presley phenomenon, which is with us even now, can be traced to his first appearance on Ed Sullivan, the Sunday night television staple, on this date in 1956. With the help of the very wonderful Jordan Ayers, a song called Love Me Tender. Ed Sullivan, interestingly, wasn't on Ed Sullivan that night. He was recuperating from an accident, and Charles Lawton was guest hosting. Presley performed from Los Angeles, singing Love Me Tender and Don't Be Cruel, 82.6% of the available television audience in the United States was tuned in. 82.6%. Presley's second turn on the show, the one where Sullivan directed that the cameras show him only from the waist up, was also a blockbuster. And by the time Presley sang on Sullivan on a third occasion, the button-down host had been won over. I want to say to Elvis Presley and the country, Sullivan intoned, that this is a real decent, fine boy. As I wrote in Time Magazine on the occasion of the 40th anniversary of his death, Elvis Presley, as legend, has proven durable and intriguing, not least because he mirrored much of American culture in his lifetime and beyond. His fantastic rise and his long, sad slide into an overweight, gun-toting, prescription-drug-abusing conspiracy theorist about communism and the counterculture. He hated the Beatles, once telling President Nixon that the British band threatened American values. Tap into fundamental questions about race, mass culture, sexuality, and working-class anxiety in post-war America. A poor boy who made good in the prosperous 50s, Presley experienced tension and feared disorder in the 60s before breaking down totally in the hectic 70s. In his music and in his movies, in his private worlds at Graceland and in Las Vegas, Presley was a forerunner of the reality TV era in which celebrities play an outsized role in the imaginative lives of their fans. Before Diana, before Kim, before Trump, there was Elvis. Before Elvis, John Lennon would later remark, there was nothing. That was not strictly true. Presley was a vehicle, 
Cultural critics would say he was basically a mimic, or even a thief, of the black musical and spiritual experiences of his native Mississippi. In the white mainstream, the Elvis story was quintessentially American. The poor white boy rising to riches from largely impoverished obscurity. I don't know what it is, really, Presley told the Saturday Evening Post in 1956. I just fell into it, really. A white man singing traditionally black music. A young performer producing sexual heat. A southern kid going national. Little wonder Presley struck so many as so refreshing in the mid-1950s. Bob Dylan once said hearing him for the first time was like busting out of jail. Many women, particularly young women, clearly had a similar reaction. And much of that began on this date in 1956. Thank you for listening to Reflections of History, a creation of Shining City Audio, a C-13 Originals and John Meacham Studio. Reflections of History is executive produced by me, John Meacham, and Chris Corcoran, Chief Content Officer and Founding Partner of Cadence 13. Production and editing led by Lloyd Lockridge and Chris Basil. Production assistance and operations by Andy Jaskowitz, Adam Macias, and Kelly Rafferty. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company. I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's fashion and beauty memo line sheet. And I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People. On every episode of Fashion People, I'll be talking to insiders about the stuff we're all whispering between the press releases. From M&A rumors to celebrity stylist dish to the future of legacy media. Be sure to follow and listen to Fashion People, a presentation of Odyssey in partnership with Puck. Available on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.